0: Welcome to Gaming Dad 101, the show where gamers became dads and now we're looking for cheat codes. Welcome to episode 22, everybody, for the fourth week of March, basically, I don't even know anymore. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and as usual, joining me today is Brian, right before heading to Mexico. (laughs) So, today we have a very unique episode, and want to take a moment to set up expectations, so uh, at Gaming Dad 101, we try to avoid cursing as much as possible. Every now and then, something will slip out, mostly from Brian. But we try, we do try to prevent it. So this week's episode is going to be a little bit different. And I want to make sure that uh, anybody that has small ears around knows this. So this episode, we actually have two guests. We'll introduce them in a second. But essentially, the topics of this week are topics that kind of upset each and every one of us. So with that said, there is a very good probability that we are going to curse Um, This episode basically comes with the ESRB rating of M for Mature. So, if you have little ones around, you may want to wait a little while and listen to the episode in a little bit. If you don't have little ones around, then feel free to enjoy But for those of you that have tiny ears around, I'm going to give you five seconds before we get going with the episode. Okay, that's good. Let's go. Let's go. Alright everybody, so welcome to episode 22, which I am calling the Angry Dad Bitch Fest. Alright, not a very unique game Mm -hmm. name, I'm not very good at naming names. So, joining us for today's discussion, as I said, Brian is always joining us, and then we have two special guests. Joining us once again is Ricky, also known as Picky Gamer Dad on YouTube. Thank you, thank you for having me. Ah, thank you for coming again. And then Rob, of course, from the Bits for You podcast, joining us today again. How are you doing, Rob?
1: Good, good, Chris. I just want to make it clear:
0: Am I allowed to say shit? Um, I believe so. Yes, <laughs> that that word is clear. I'm out.
1: all I'm 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 uh, I believe so. Yes, yes. On today's episode, we're allowing that. I'm assuming fuck, con- cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits is allowed too. Again, if you have kids in the car, <laughs> I <laughs> warned you.
0: So, I'm triggered. I'm ready to go. I'm so triggered right Ryan now. I mean, triggered. So, Rob is ready to go. So, again, before we get into the show, remember Gaming Data 101 goes live every Wednesday on podcast services around the world. Make sure to subscribe to get all the episodes as soon as they are posted directly to your device. You don't even have to look for them. And while you're there subscribing, you know, go, go ahead and drop us a rating because that helps us and that, that, that helps all of us, actually. So, like, check this out. If you listen to our show, go rate us, subscribe. If you listen to, if you watch Ricky's show on YouTube, go rate it, subscribe. And if you listen to Bits for You, go rate it and subscribe. It's very simple. It's awesome. So, all right. So before we get started, let's check in on Brian and his travel journey. Brian, how's how's your traveling going?
2: Ah, uh, well, it's been pretty good so far. We've gone to, uh, we've gone to New Mexico. To visit family out there, that was fun. Uh, Mexico is really windy, at least the area that I was at. Uh, we're actually leaving later today to go deeper into the heart of Mexico, uh, and uh, look forward to that. Everything's been pretty good. I've
0: met a lot of family. A lot of family. Not bad. Played uh, anything new, or just a bit stuck traveling.
2: I mean, I started, I actually, uh, we recently upgraded our phones, and I started playing around with a couple of uh, mobile games, I picked up, it's called uh, King's Raid, it's actually pretty fun, so far, it's very generic, but, you know, keep you busy, and I've managed to get a couple hours of Monster
0: Hunter in as well. Not bad, not bad. Alright, how about, uh, Ricky, how you been doing, man?
3: I've been awesome, man, uh, just playing some uh, mobile games. I've um, been playing uh, Rules of Survival uh, at the moment. It's basically a, a Battle Royale-style game.
0: It's basically uh, a PUBG actually,
3: clone. Pretty much. I uh, Actually, I do play with 120 other people at the time. Um, but today, I actually got my invite for Fortnite, so I'm actually going to be hopping over to that, so I'm
0: pretty excited. <laughs> and Rob, what about you, man? Are we playing
1: anything? <laughs> Uh, uh well, past uh, two weeks I uh, began my playthrough again of uh, <clears throat> and just for my voice uh coming out of a cold. Um, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Tell them the truth. You're <laughs> and, uh, going through puberty like I'm you told us. Puberty. Yeah, yeah, sounding like a masturbating thirteen year old. And uh, <laughs> um, playing Breath of the Wild, and I've up to add to Fortnite. I have to get back into it. I started playing Fortnite like eight, nine months ago. My brother invited me to it. I just could never get into it, but everybody's playing it now. It's like the hot new thing. So maybe I'll give it a second chance uh, and see how it
0: goes. Nice. It's a shame. It's a shame that Brian doesn't have a PlayStation because then the four of us could jump on and play.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Man, <laughs> you guys are so lame and only have PlayStations.
0: Yeah, that's right. The four, the three people out of four that have a PlayStation, those are oh. the ones that are wrong. Anyway, so moving on. With me, dude, I actually so I checked out. I was checking out Bombing Busters because it was free this month uh, on PlayStation, and it actually is cross by with PS4. That oh. game is essentially a clone of Bomberman.
1: Have you guys? Yeah, tried I that. I saw that uh, on the. Uh, I actually downloaded it, but I haven't. I haven't began to play it. I, as soon as I saw the, the the picture, I was like, "This shit looks like Bomberman, dude!" It's exactly
0: like Bomberman, like down to a T. It's it's it's. I don't even know how they haven't been sued yet. To be perfectly honest with you, but it's it's great. It's actually a lot of fun, just as fun as Bomberman. Um, the controls are a little like weak in terms of it, but I mean, still a lot of fun to play. the The game though. That I tried to check out um, the one that Ricky talked about um, for the Battle Royale one. I can't even remember the name. Uh, but it wouldn't let me in. For some reason, I wasn't able to actually log in. Like, I have the game downloaded and everything, but it wouldn't go through. I think it was some server issue. But I did finally, and this is a game that I wanted to check out for a long time, but because of the reviews, I never bought it. I got to play Mighty Number no. 9. Again, because it was free this month for PlayStation. And let me tell you, that game is rough i was i was not expecting it like you know how when you read or hear reviews and you're kind of like well i mean this person does kind of like we have the same taste sort of but not exactly the same you know so maybe i'll enjoy it more that's what i was hoping for yeah no um i think (laughs) i'm deleting mighty number nine after today but I played for about an hour, and it was the most annoying hour of playing I've had in a while. Have any of you guys checked it out?
1: I actually um, got it, or have it, on the PS4. And, uh, yeah, it, it sucks. It was one of those games that uh, the creator of Mega Man, after you know leaving uh, Capcom, he decided to do a crowdfunding. And he, he raised the money for the game uh, on Kickstarter, but I guess he took most of the money home and bought a new house because the game was... <laughs> it's not not polished or finished at all. Well, it wasn't even just that.
0: The game got delayed for a long time, too, and it was just kind of ridiculous, and everybody was just expecting, because he's the creator of, of Mega Man, everybody expected this amazing game. And it's the animations are weak, the acting is weak, the, the, the script itself is weak, and the controllers are weak like yep. when you when you have a game like that you need really tight controls you need them to be responsive you don't you don't need a a, a microsecond delay that's gonna basically mess you up all the time and unfortunately mighty number no. nine just definitely did not do it for me no matter how hard i tried well,
3: yeah it was- thank you for the warning <laughs> i haven't downloaded it, but i haven't played it
2: uh that was a game that i was i'm a big mega man fan and I was watching the development of that. I was like, "We're going to look so good." Should I put some money towards it on the crowdfunding or not? Oh my god! And then it... and then I, for some reason, I never did. And um, I'm pretty thankful I never did, because there's even like the people that got like the exclusive artwork and stuff for crowdfunding, uh-huh. and they didn't even get it for like ages. Sure.
0: Hmm. Well, you know what's funny? So with Mighty Number no. Nine. Everything got delayed because of the whole crowdfunding thing, but once everybody got their game, there were people that were still missing stuff and they needed, for example, like the box, you know, because one of the perks of you, you know, submitting at a certain tier was for you to get like an actual game box, like an old school game box, you know, and um, the people that got it were really pissed because even though the box... Well, you know, the box was beautiful. It looked nice and it looked like an old school box. It wouldn't even fit the game manual in it. (laughs) So, like,
1: crazy.
0: Pretty much. It was one of those cases where, like, the box was, let's say, 5x7. The manual was, like, (laughs) 6x9. It's just, like, it (laughs) wouldn't even fit in the thing. So it was, like, it it was just an embarrassment all around. And I, I was just really hoping that it wasn't. It gonna be that rough. I really just wanted it to be better than it was, sadly. And it just it left me very disappointed.
1: You should burn it. Well, not burn it, because you don't own the physical, but just anything it, in your hard drive, just just destroy the hard drive. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, you should just, just not... Do that. Because
2: of that, you should, like, I don't know, uh, switch to Xbox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, I have been wanting to buy an Xbox, and heck, you know, Rob is the one who wants to sell me I his Xbox. Have,
1: yeah, I still have it, man. It's waiting right here. Uh, if you want it, it's yours.
2: Just <laughs> like, slide it to him on like a loaner or a uh,
0: rental program. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll will t- make seventeen easy payments of
1: nine ninety nine. We can work something out. You don't have to pay me all all at once. <laughs> you know, it's no big deal.
2: Or there's some uh, there's there's other ways.
0: That you could
1: pay him. Oh, now you're
0: just taking advantage of the episode that we have today to (laughs) make obscene comments that you normally wouldn't make. Oh, come on, Chris. (laughs)
2: You know you know you like that. You you know you're like that. Oh yes,
0: Bobby. Anyway, (laughs) so moving on to the first article um, on our bitch fest. So, violent video games. According to Ars Technica, violent video games are not going to be welcome for the Olympic esports consideration.
2: Now, Go ahead. Time, time out for a second. Let's let's put a positive spin real quick before we start the Biff fest. Esports are being considered for the Olympics,
0: which e- is pretty freaking cool. Esports in general are being considered for the Olympics. Yes, that is pretty cool. Until we get into the meat and potatoes of this article. So, uh-huh. basically, I love how Ricky already made a noise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I call conspiracy. <laughs> Do you? Okay, go ahead, Ricky. Tell us why you call conspiracy. Let everybody know. Because at the end of the day, well, Ricky, Ricky was reading this article for days, and he kept reading and finding more crap and coming over and like, dude, you have no idea. So, go ahead, Ricky.
3: Well... Okay, so basically what I'm calling conspiracy is because of the conversation that me and you had the other day where you actually had me realize that the only company that basically has the games that are eligible for consideration is EA Sports. Yep.
0: So basically for anybody, before we get, sorry, Ricky, to cut you off, before we get, basically what happened is the Olympic Commission is saying that they are not going to allow any violent video games in their Olympic Games. The only games that they're willing to allow are those games that are dealing with an actual sport.
1: Jesus. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So then what Ricky was talking about, which we, we were sitting there and Ricky was listing all these games, that's like, dude. We, we wouldn't be able to do this game. It's like, no, we wouldn't be able to. Like, um, which is, ah, oh, man, it's, it's in the tip of my tongue. Um, Rocket League. Rocket, Rocket League is one of the games that is banned.
1: Without, without even going on Google and searching the top eSports games in the world, I'm almost certain that sports games are at the bottom of the barrel. Oh, they are. But then check this out. Like, here's the line. League of... uh,
0: The ones that are not going to be considered. League of Legends, Dota 2, Call of Duty, Counter-Strike, Overwatch, and Starcraft would all be barred. But then they're also banning things like Hearthstone. Which, for anybody who doesn't know Hearthstone... Hearthstone is a, essentially, um, card game where you're playing with a deck of cards. But it has cartoony, simulated attacks. And Rocket League, which is essentially soccer with cars. Is no is not eligible because the cars can blow up. Wow. So, uh, so
2: here's here's my thing. First off, like if they were to consider sports games, you're kind of leaving out uh, 2K Sports as another one, or MLB The Show, whoever works that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, let's 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 look at it differently. In that they're going to have to have a lot of talks about what really defines. A violent video game that bans you from the olympics because i read the article too and i saw some of the games that they were talking about and yeah i understand like if they were to put violence as like any violence but look at some of the sports that are in the olympics already uh there's karate uh boxing um fencing there's a couple of other ones in there
0: as well i mean hell they have uh shooting boxing boxing is considered violent though brian that's the problem right but boxing that's, that's what i mean that's what i'm getting at is that
2: boxing and karate and all those are in the olympics they're olympic sports they've been olympic sports for ages Dude. so then what are they going to draw the line on like fighting games for instance like are they going to go like super smash brothers might be banned too or i mean hell if they're considering sports that are already in the olympics but e why don't they do like an mma game <laughs> you know <laughs> like there's there's a lot i think there's a lot of Talks that are going to need to happen between, you know, the major companies that represent these games and the Olympic Committee itself before any fine tuning or any clear idea of what's going to end up in the Olympic Games. Because they have until they were saying the 2024 Paris Olympics are going to be the one that's potentially going to have esports in it. Oh, and, that's you know six years away,
0: and I guess you have a point in terms of like uh, MLB the Show, which is a, a Sony published game. But you got to think about it when it when it comes down to it. Any games that are of any matter that have to do with sports are all published by EA, like Ricky pointed out, and that that's a monopoly right there, which is kind of bullshit when it boils down to it. Like <clears throat> at the end of the day, like I kind of understand that you want to have you know some regular sports, but the whole thing about the the violence i don't know i think that it's completely unnecessary and realistically i think there could be ways around it
1: so madden is allowed yes madden but is technically allowed, even though football is considered a vital sport
3: well basically the whole issue is they want it to be as realistic of a sports game as possible and uh, this is what i get from the from the article
1: so uh i don't know i haven't followed the olympics in in a in a few years but uh when I used to follow it, um, martial arts, like things like karate will, were allowed. So fighting games are not allowed, but karate is an actual sport at the Olympics. The point.
2: yeah. That's what I was trying to get at earlier.
1: It's fucking contradicting what what they're doing. It's crazy. And
2: also, just to knock out your conspiracy boss before you start like, oh, EA's pushing. <laughs> it was a Chinese company that sat down with the committee first.
1: Oh no! So I never it said it was EA, doing it. Nobody ever said it was Alibaba or something like that, right?
2: It was Alibaba. Yeah. I I what, yeah. So, so like, like, it's not EA. I mean, nobody you said EA. Nobody said yeah. It has EA. yeah
0: no, it has nobody said that it was EA's fault. That's the thing. Nobody's sitting here pointing fingers at. Oh, it's because EA. No, the problem is that EA owns all the rights to basically almost every sports game and they've basically dominated the market so at mm-hmm. the end of the day we one of two things needs to happen like if you're only going to be using games that have to do with actual sports that's just an ea promotion waiting to happen and granted it's not ea's fault but at the end of the day, like, it's gonna give them an unfair monopoly, is what I'm trying to say. And it's not EA setting themselves up to do it. It's the Olympic Commission basically saying, these are the only ones we would allow. And so the question is, are developers then going to turn around and, and publish other games? Or, because it technically becomes a monopoly, will EA have to let them do other games? Because there's some, th- there's some games, um, that no other developer can touch Because EA owns all of the rights To publish games of that sort
2: It's not a yeah. monopoly though, Because like I said you got 2K And you got like MLB The Show which so are You two have of 2K that does basketball, basketball
0: And MLB The Show that does baseball Those are two sports Brian what about the rest
2: You have FIFA and Madden are the two big ones Both those are EA yes Correct. But that doesn't mean they are going to have a monopoly on
1: the Konami does a soccer game of their own as well
2: Yeah or exactly
1: Evolution Soccer or whatever the fuck it's called
3: I mean, it's not more of being a monopoly, but if you actually start digging into. So, for example, some of the things that I started finding was when I was researching into who the heck this Alibaba guy was, oh he's also an investor in the esports community. He's actually one of the biggest investors in it because he wants to push all his technology for all of this uh, worldwide esports uh, gaming. Around the world.
1: Okay, so with that said, uh, is he's one of the biggest, uh, you know, pushers or developers of e of esports. He uh, he obviously pushes violent games outside of the Olympics because that's what makes majority of esports. Correct. Uh, okay, but he's willing to accept or has accepted or talk, is in talks to like I don't know for forgo all the violent sports or sorry violent video games, and just stick to sports. Um, which what Chris was saying is uh, EA owns a lot of the licenses, except which uh, I think NBA is split in. It does is, uh, does EA still do uh, NBA Live or they stopped doing that? They, they still, do, but not barely still, anyone plays it. Okay, so they split that license with 2K Sports because 2K Sports does the uh, the 2K series of NBA. All right, I, I think I think EA only owns uh, uh, the NFL license. Nobody else does NFL. <coughs> Uh, NFL and FIFA, for sure. Right, and FIFA, yeah.
3: My real real issue with this is not about what games are being considered or whatnot and Mm -hmm. to who they want to bring into the Olympics. My issue with this whole article is we, like you said, Brian, we need to actually come up with an underlying understanding of okay, what games are we truly going to consider violent games and what games are we not going to consider violent games? Because like we said in this article, we have the game Rocket League. The only reason why it's not being suggested into coming over is because whenever you crash, apparently you explode. I mean, I have the game. You don't explode. There's no fire. It's just a puff of smoke with some pieces going away right but then you start thinking about okay what about mario i was talking to chris about this what about (laughs) mario the original game what are you doing to basically get to the princess you basically have to either stomp and kill bowser or you have to open the bridge to where he just basically dies in the lava so are we going to consider mario now being a violent game because of that
1: yeah they might have to go with ratings, but again, that's a tricky situation because, e, let's say a game that's rated E for everyone, okay, that's, you know, you might consider it not violent, there's no blood and gore and guts, but a game like, uh, you know, like Doom or an M-rated game obviously is going to have that, so they can probably go that route, I don't know how it's going to work because some teen rated games are violent and some are not, uh, yet they still got the the sticker of T on it, you know, for, for teenagers, so, it's a tricky thing, and... Who knows how the heck that's all uh, going to play out? Here's what
2: I think is going to happen. It's just like everything that happens with progress is that a conversation is started about the topic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, before recent times, nobody's thought of like esports being an Olympic idea. Like the thought hasn't even been there. Even though being gamers, we know there's a crap ton of work that goes into being an esports professional. <clears throat> And anyone can do it if they decide to commit the time. Which is the idealism of the Olympics is that each of these sports, if you choose to be able to, or if you choose to go that route, just about anyone can be able to do it as long as they're, you know, they have the physical ability to do so. Same thing with esports. So I think that the conversation has been started, and what's going to happen is that the developers of the games, the we personally. Are talking about, you know, the StarCrafts, the old <coughs> watches, <laughs> both the same company. Anyways, <laughs> uh, they're going to start getting involved in the conversation, too. And the Olympic Committee is going to have to hear them out because these are the big companies, including the, which I didn't even know, but I guess he's an investor, but including Alibaba. They're all going to sit down with the Olympic Committee and a definition of what an Olympic esports game is going to be is going to come out. And once they figure that out, then we'll know which games are going to be viable. And I personally don't see why games like Overwatch or Rocket League would be counted out of the Olympics. Because they're some of the biggest esports in the world. Yeah. And they're not that violent. Like, yeah, they're shooting in it. You know, people, you know, die in quotations. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. There's
0: no blood. There's no spines getting ripped out of people's bodies like Mortal Kombat, you know. Yeah, and I mean, like Rob was talking about the whole "let's go through the ESRB." It's 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 great in thought and in theory, but with opening that conversation, what I think it's going to end up happening is it's going to open up the conversation as to how games are rated all over the place again. Because for the and the example of Rocket League, I just looked up Rocket League's ESRB rating. It's rated E for everyone. But it's right. still not considered, you know, to be viable for the Olympics. So it's one of those cases where, yeah, definitely they're going to have to kind of revisit how games are being rated in order to do so. But yeah, like Brian has been saying, yeah, they do need to go into a conversation of where is the line. And I think when it boils down to it, in terms of what they um, kind of promoted is that they want to be able to promote peace. Is essentially the quote that that I believe I read. I'm trying to look it up right now. Yeah, Um, we've come to have a better understanding of their values, which is to promote peace, uh, quoted by Ali Sports CEO Zhang Dazhong. I don't even pretend to pronounce that correctly, but so that that's kind of what they want to do. They want to promote peace, and I get it. But like again, we do. Boxing, boxing has been in the Olympics for millennia. Like it's been yep. in the Olympics since the beginning of the Olympics, so I I think they they really do need to revisit that. And I think games like Rocket, like I can understand games where you're you know shooters. I get that, especially in the political climate that we're in. Um, but at the end of the day, thing there are games that are being considered to not be valuable within the olympic amenities that that would be so we'll see in reality i mean we're looking at there they would like to put them in the games by 2024 um but apparently they're they're thinking of doing some other demonstrations sooner than that to try to get more people invested and trying to get them introduced into it so we'll, we'll, we'll basically see
2: bond saying is Gaming right. Dag Team 2024 for the Olympic Games. Yeah. <laughs>
0: let's,
2: let's, let's go, guys. Let's I'm sorry to
0: tell you, but as good as we all are, we are too old and our reflexes are not that good anymore. <laughs> it's going to be 12 year olds in the Olympics.
1: I got to start playing a Rocket League. <laughs> yeah,
0: we can sponsor. We can sponsor our young team out there. So if you want your kid to go to the Olympics, we're willing to sponsor your kid. That's as Man. far as we can go.
3: I'll sponsor my nephew, though he came over for the weekend and he was playing on my uh, on my PC Rocket League. And I'm just watching him. Of course, I haven't played Rocket League on my PC. So my account is set up as rookie and he's just playing with all this. I guess the levels they're called the leads and masters and whatever, everything there, everybody's calling there. And he's just literally whooping their ass to the point where they're literally quitting the match. On him. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, to me, I just assumed that my account was eventually going
2: to get banned for for hustling. Your gamer tag is you mad, bro, from now on.
0: What? You mad, bro. You should change your gamer tag to you mad, bro. So whenever (laughs) he kills people. All right, so before we move on. I want to close the the Olympic article. Basically, there was a Nielsen survey that was um, conducted back in October where 28% of eSports fans across the country felt that they should be included in the Olympic Games. Um, But then, of course, with the rest, you know, the other 72% not wanting them to be included. So, with that said, what do you guys feel? Yes,
2: 100%. All for it. Yes. I mean, you see the the work that the individuals and teams put into to be good at what they do? Absolutely, man.
1: Uh for me, uh, I'm divided. If the Olympic Committee decides to allow any esports game, then yes, I vote yes. But if they if they if they don't, then I just they should, you know, every 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 uh, esports league that's out there, which there's as it does all over the all over the world, where people play for top dollar, sometimes even two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. You know, the top player. I, I I would prefer to to be kept it that way. If the committee doesn't allow, you know, open it up or is it, it's more flexible with what kind of games are are allowed. Okay. Uh, I'm set
3: for yes, just because I want that old stigma from people that assume that gaming is just a basically a nerd sitting inside of a basement you know just playing their life away i want that stigma to actually just leave the gaming um environment and actually bring gaming to more people around this world and to basically give them a better understanding that no gaming is not just for you to basically waste your life in a dungeon wherever you want to call it but it's actually something that can be done by just about anybody it's not just a specific uh select group that plays video games anymore
0: nice i'm kind of i agree with you ricky and i agree with rob Mm. i'm not disagreeing with brian I, i i see where you're coming from i think for me though it just it has to do more with what type of games are actually going to be allowed um because yes those those kids work their asses off like they they have dedication like it's basically their job I've I've read interviews and um, basically the way that they do it is from, from morning to night they all they do is just play that one game over and over and over to perfect it and it's just like working out you get tired your brain gets mush you know it, it's one of those cases where they're pushing their bodies to the limit so in that aspect yes I am still very conscious of the fact that the biggest games in esports wouldn't qualify. So to me, it doesn't feel it kind of feels like a separate um who was I I, thought, I was talking to somebody about it and we kind of compared it to WWE versus WWF type of a thing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's kind of what I see happening. There's going to be the Olympic Games, and I kind of feel like a lot of people are not going to care because if all they do are just sports games, then we should just watch the rest of the Olympics. And there's a lot of people who don't care about those already. So why would you watch it in video game form? Right. And that's kind of the the issue that I'm having. But do, do they, games as a whole, and in general belong in the Olympics? I think so, yes. It's just... Whether i watch it or not will depend a lot on that final list. Agree. So, all right. Well, moving on from that article, we're going to go ahead and go to the next one, which actually kind of ties in and talking about the violence uh, and kind of the political climate that is going on lately. Um, was it last week? It was either last week or the week before President Trump met with video game executives to discuss violence in video games because of course whenever there's a shooting one of two things happen. Uh, people automatically start either protesting or defending the Second Amendment um, in regards to whether people should or should not have guns. And we're not going to get into that discussion. But then the next victim to get shamed or blamed is video games. That's always been one of the easiest scapegoats. So An article from CBS News uh, basically states that 80% of mass shooters showed no interest in video games. And that is kind of what I'm trying to figure out, how I feel about that. Because at the end of the day, we all know that video games are not responsible. So far, there's been multiple studies that have been done. But I'm kind of tired of people just, again, like Ricky said, putting the blame on video games just because, quote-unquote... They're the nerds sitting in the basement, not doing anything or contributing to life because all they're doing is playing video games. But so far, every study that has been conducted has shown that they're not one and the same. So how do you guys feel? What do you think, Rob?
1: Well, uh, the the shooter in Vegas last year, he never played a video game. So, again, that, that, that adds to that 80% of, of shooters have no interest in video games. I... I they go to video games, but you know they, I, I, there was an article as to uh, I can't really talk much about it because I have to re, re, uh, reread it, but they, they don't attack uh, movies or TV or maybe they used to, but not anymore when movies and TV are are, are, are violent, especially TV nowadays they' they're, they're trying to compete and TV has evolved. Look at TV from today to TV 10 years ago. It's a lot more violent today the standards they 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 allow more violence on tv than they did 10 15 years ago so things have changed but that but yeah they don't they don't focus on that because maybe you know the government has a hand in it who knows i don't, don't want to get to conspiracy theory but yeah, uh, they focus on, on <laughs> it was it was aliens it was aliens <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so i don't you know as you mentioned there's articles have been done video games show um to be good for rehabilitation, video games are, are are known are even included in rehab for people with with uh, abuse, whether it's uh, uh, alcohol abuse, drug abuse, um, um, physical abuse. Uh, they use video games to re- rehabilitate people and help people. It's not only mind mindless violence. So, I don't know if
2: that. And ironically, the mindless violence actually helps people with anger problems. Of course,
1: yeah. Games. yeah, 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 it does. I mean, so I I love playing games like Mario or 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 you know, example what I mentioned, that I'm currently playing Zelda, which is not uh, uh, a blood gory game, but I also like playing games like Mortal Kombat and Doom and and, and Call of Duty, where you know you shoot uh, 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 an NPC and his leg gets blown off. You know, that's just the consequence of the game mechanics. Uh, is it neat to look at? Maybe sometimes. Do I really need it? No, because if I was into those games, I was probably still play it. You know, that's just the way I feel about it. Ricky?
3: I mean, to me, pretty much Rob covered most of, basically, of what I have to say. I mean, video games is not the only thing that shows violence or introduces violence to our generation anyways. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I agree that video games really to a, at least to a very certain extent i do believe that video game has nothing to do with the current violence that we have to say but i don't know if you guys have heard or not but i know that today was also another shooting at a school Yeah. so we'll see what the outcome of that it's gonna come out now see what they say about that
0: yeah basically and, and this is – I want to read this from the article just because I think that it's kind of funny the way that it's mentioned. So the research was based on a research conducted by psychologist Patrick Marcy, uh and he said 80% of mass shooters did not show an interest in video games. And I quote, it seems like something that should make us safer, so it's totally understandable reaction. The problem is just the science, the data. It does not back up that they actually have an effect. So I kind of like the fact that he's kind of like, um, it's just, I'm sorry, but the science is you know, the problem. Let's blame the science. Kind of like trying to pass the buck and make people understand, look, we've looked into it, it's just it's not the issue. And like we said, video games have been used to rehabilitate a lot of people for years now, and it, and it keeps on happening. But n- not only did this research show that 80% of mass shooters did not show an interest in video games, but there's been research to show that people that are into violent video games have really no anger issues of no sort of you know response in that regard i just want to know and the problem that i have is why are video games always the excuse why is it always the black sheep why is it always something that people bitch about
1: i think i have an answer chris what do you think (laughs) i think that people that point the finger at video games are people that have and 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 statistically they did a survey about this i don't know where again Uh, i should have had these numbers um, that people that point fingers at video games are usually the ones that don't play or have never played them. They're they're too old. They're like in you know in the Senate in Congress. Oh, what is that damn electronic fucking game? And what is that? They've never sat down to play it. And maybe if they did, they'd be like, oh shit, this is actually fun. I'm not going out and and with my AR-15 and and killing people because I'm a sane person. And that's not the reason that it makes people, you know, do crazy shit. I just that's just that's just what I, what I think.
2: I think the interesting thing is with just this article alone, that eighty percent interest in violent video games it's not just just video games, but violent video games. They don't have it. The funny thing is to also add weight to that is, uh, well, not funny. Excuse me. Uh, the kid that shot up the school in Florida, the seventeen kids that were killed. Yeah, yeah. his favorite game is Mario. <laughs> like, oh, you actually on, found bro?
1: that?
2: Yeah, his favorite game is Mario. <laughs> like, what I'm is the stuff on you? Stupid. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm a totally. They should ban shoes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And Italian food. It's great. It's My thing is that people, when a horrible thing happens. People are always looking for the why, the reason why, the why, God, why, why did it happen? Why is this horrible? Why did these kids die? And for a question like that, there's not a real answer. There's not. There isn't. Because you could say, oh, it's because he got bullied. And then research will come out, oh, he didn't really get bullied. Or like, oh, research shows that, you know, guns are this. And like, oh, well, guns aren't a thing. Or video games aren't a thing or anything like that. If someone wants to kill somebody or take multiple lives, mm-hmm. they will find a way to do it. it. doesn't matter if guns are banned or if violent video games influence his mind to go freaking crazy. I mean, they had a, a dude in China kill, what, like 20-some people with a knife in a train station. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, no way. No matter what they blame, you yeah. know, even if it's video games, even if it's guns, even if it's parenting, even if it's rap music, it won't matter. Like if someone wants to kill somebody they can kill somebody. Like that's what they're gonna do. You're not I gonna I love
0: s- I love the little ray of hope that you're giving us Brian for the future. It's just so lovely I, and warm.
2: I, I'm I'm just being <laughs>
0: blunt with that topic before people are all like
2: why, 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 why? And I am like, dude, we wanted to kill somebody. Like, I mean know some why. People- there's
3: no results or rhyme or reason to it. Yes, yeah, sometimes you just gotta accept
2: that there's no answer to the why. But the problem is, is people need a why in order for them to be like, oh, well, this is why it happened. Like,
0: Well, because everybody's trying to understand it to see what we can do to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, for example, and let's not get too deep into it. I'm trying to make – and this is the only example that comes to head because of everything that's happening. But there's no reason for, for example, an 18-year-old to have an AR-15 if you're not enlisted in the service or something. You know what I mean? Like there's no need. It, it's not something that is like a necessity. You know, and it's it's cases that where you look at it and you're like, okay, well, if we if we take it away from 18-year-olds and make it so that you're 21, is that going to help school shootings? You don't know. We don't know. The problem that I have with the gun debate is that is different from the video game debate is that video games have been studied. Video games have been studied for years, and the results have shown that there is no correlation. Guns have never been studied. That is the part where that – and that's what pisses me off about this particular topic where originally – we were looking at okay we there's a problem with the guns let's look at let's go that direction but something somewhere someone like was like hey hey over here and started snapping their fingers and they turned the direction to video games which have years of extensive research behind it but nobody's questioning the guns now if you were to tell me hey something is happening it's either a or b it's either guns or video games one of these is affecting our kids We're going to research both in depth. You tell me that, and I'm like, all right, dude, let's do it. Let's figure out what – let's get to the bottom of it. I've got no issues. If if it's one of those cases where research shows, yes, there's a problem with video games, let's do something about it. What can we do? If research research shows, yes, there's a problem with guns, okay, let's do something about about it. What can we get done? But that's the problem that I'm having is how biased this is it's just pointing the finger at something regardless of what the science says and i hate the fact that once again we are ignoring science for stipulation
1: yeah and just to add to that chris uh, i'll try to make it short but uh, what you you hit a lot of good points so it, it's very fucking biased because the 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 government has done uh, not only our government but governments all over the world have done studies on video game and violence and other governments outside of this country have done uh, studies on violence uh, and guns. But our government, has, as you mentioned, has not done a study on violence and guns because guess what? The lobbyists, NRA, gives millions to people that pass laws. They don't want to point the fingers to the person that's put, filling their pockets. Of course not. It'll be stupid. They're going to point the fingers at, oh, shit, these fucking video games, let's put let blame them. You know, they're the ones that are causing all this. And, and and do this. But then there's study after study from the lonely disc government, but other governments all over the world they show, hey, you know, video games aren't aren't making people go and kill people, you know? It's it's just not there. I just want a fair trial. That's all
0: I'm asking, essentially. Is before you start pointing fingers in any direction, let's study every possible factor. Okay, mental health is a factor uh the purchase being able to purchase guns at a certain age may or may not be a factor video games may or may not be a factor this is a factor okay let's study all of these and figure out which one is the big problem and tackle that first and then keep looking at what else we can do to improve and if the if the government were to come back and say okay we've identified these issues these are the biggest problems of concern that cause shooters Mm -hmm. Let's analyze it and make a decision based on that. I'd be okay with that. It's the the blind finger pointing that kind of upsets me. But segueing into the next article, this is the type of thing that kind of messes it up for us when we're sitting here talking about how, you know, video games aren't violent and this or that. There's an article which unfortunately came at the worst time. As reading it from USA Today, Mississippi boy of nine years old shoots sister that is 13 over a video game controller, all because she was playing and he wanted to play at that moment.
1: Oh, (laughs) shit.
0: And that is – you see what I mean with the frustration that I have? And it's one of those cases like no study – all studies show that nothing's been a problem, but now we have this one story, and this is what they're going to stick to. Now – This
2: is, so, tying those two topics together real quick, because I didn't have my opinion and there has been research on guns and violence, just FYI. Before, then let's leave it at that, I don't want to get too far into it, but going to this, why on earth, one, was that kid able to get a hold of the 9 mil? Like, why wasn't it, you know, somewhere where, you know, the family had kept it somewhere where... Exactly. It'd be accessible in time of need, like if they have to defend the house, but also to where kids can't get to it. Yep. You know, that's 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 where that responsibility lies is with the parents, not the video game, not the gun. Because if, if it was a gun for self-defense, okay, cool. Or we don't know the circumstances of that family. But the parents, one, didn't have the gun somewhere where the kid couldn't get to it, and two, didn't teach the kid how the gun works in a manner that they understand oh you should only use this to protect your house to protect somebody never to fucking shoot your sister over you know having a video game controller like yeah. it's a it's a par- it's a parental responsibility it has nothing to do with the gun or the game
1: <laughs> yeah i agree with you i i, I my dad uh, i have two younger brothers and my dad was a gun nut he had guns all over the fucking house and he, he from as as we were, as we were growing up as kids he would he would show us, hey you have to respect the gun you cannot use this for this is not a toy this is not, not this is a toy this is not a toy this is real, you touch this without me being present there will be consequences, and boy, me and my brothers uh were we were terrified we were like we don't want to deal with my dad's wrath we were we're not gonna touch the fucking gun, <laughs> you know this it's just parenting like you, like you said Brian it's these parents. What the fuck were they doing you know they obviously didn't or maybe didn't is, instill their this discipline of guns or, or respect of the guns to their to these kids and now the unfortunate
2: thing is that these parents one have lost one of their kids let's remember that that a parent and that's has lost the biggest their tragedy
0: at the end of the day is that and, they yeah. they lost their child that, that's the biggest tragedy that comes out of that is the, the losing of a child over something that, like you said, the gun should not have been so easily accessible to a nine-year-old. The the, the nine-year-old should know better than to point a loaded gun at someone. It, there's just so many, you know, so many examples of, of, of bad decision-making there. Like, I remember, like, Robby, we were talking about when you were a child. When I was a child, my uncle had a gun, and I remember finding his gun and a whole mess of bullets just in the bottom drawer of his dresser in his bedroom, no lock, no nothing. Right. I ended up getting in trouble like two days later when they found out that I' had been playing with it. and luckily, I didn't shoot myself. but at the end of the day, like that's not being
1: responsible. And I'm pretty you, sure I'm pretty sure you were scared to death with with the discipline that day <laughs> with... Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. after
0: you have a purple ass, you're exactly
1: kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your uncle yelled you uh, tugged on your ear very hard <laughs> oh, oh, and that's that's my thing
2: where. A lot of these a lot of these things that are happening in recent times with the shootings and with violence and all that kind of thing then what event is it comes down to a parental responsibility to teach a kid right and wrong and the like the whole thing the whole like everything comes to that because if you look at let's let's say shootings bullies are responsible the kid was getting bullied so it walks in and blows everybody away mm-hmm those parents should have been educating their kids, like, hey, you shouldn't be a jackass. You shouldn't be bullying these people. You should be a good human being to everybody. And, you know, like, or like the kids that accidentally shoot themselves, or in this case, he shot his sister. You should be teaching your kids, if you have a weapon in the house, how to use it, but how to use it for protection and how to leave it alone otherwise. Because, like, for ages, before like i think it was like the 70s or 80s there was competitive shooting in the boy scouts yep kids were learning how to use weapons and oh my god no fucking nobody got killed there and you know there was a time in the 70s and 60s where kids had rifles in the back of their trucks on mounted while going to school and like hunting kids hunt there's competitive shooting as well in the kids zone like this is there's a right there i guess for like all this stuff there's a right and a wrong the parents should be teaching their kids and when it doesn't happen it, obviously not always but it can end catastrophically in like a kid shooting his sister
1: yeah the simple fact I, I, as you mentioned cool. Yeah, as you mentioned my dad um just to quickly add when we were kids he said look the weapon is only to hunt And if a bad guy comes in the house and mom and dad are not here, this is where it is. You use it on the bad guy if you feel threatened. That is it. He didn't say, hey, go walk around the streets with it, go take you to school. No, he said hunting and bad guys invade the house. That's the only time we are allowed to touch the gun. And that's it. As a matter of.
2: As a matter of fact, I think a few weeks ago there was an article about a little girl who protected her house from yeah. uh, a robber. <laughs> shot the dude. Yeah, I think she, she was, was like uh, seven
1: or eight. Oh, okay. This is a different one. I saw one where she was like a ten or eleven, and she 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 shot the guy. Uh, didn't kill him, but you know she shot him, and then she called the nine one one, and I think her mom showed up, and yeah. So you see, she was responsible. Her mom or her dad showed her how to use it.
0: What about you, Ricky? You, you, I know you've tried to say things twice. And
1: yeah, so <laughs> I didn't get to
0: go through. No, nah, it's all
3: good. I mean, pretty much you guys covered all the points that I was also going to say. I mean, it comes down to parenting. I mean, again, where was this gun that this nine-year-old boy was able to get to it? I mean, it, it's a very sad story. Um, now, also that, again, this is a an actual minor So how how is his life now going to be impacted from basically this tragedy that just happened?
2: Yeah. How does that kid changed forever now, too, because of what happened? He killed his sister. He's a
3: minor. He can't. Can he be prosecuted for murder? You know, there's now so many unknowns that's going to happen just because of this unfortunate incident.
2: Fun fact: There's been child serial killers. Just FYI. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how fun that is, Brian. Wow. <laughs> I think your definition <laughs> of fun <laughs> is figure of, of fun speech. Like well, I said, this whole
2: is figure
3: of speech. You know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, the two brothers, the thirteen-year-old brother and uh, what was it, a nine-year-old brother as well that kills a kid or something?
0: Or no, they killed his parents. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Their
3: own Jesus. parents.
0: I remember that. Damn. All right. So I guess. The long and short story of this is, if you're a gun owner, be a responsible gun owner. I'm not saying you guys aren't. Just please make sure your kids can't reach it. Please make sure your kids can't use it. Most importantly of all, though, teach your kids. Because at the end of the day, education is going to make sure that they survive, not just in life, but like in a situation like that. So make sure that they're aware of what safety precautions you need to take, and make sure that you take every safety precaution that you can because we live in a sad world out there, and I'm not going to lie, it's getting to a point where I'm starting to consider homeschool for the kids just because, you know, there's there's a shooting every, what, couple of weeks now. I mean, it, it's, it's just getting ridiculous. So everybody, first of all, stop being assholes. Second of all, be responsible. And third of all, like, let's look out for the kids because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are going to inherit everything once we leave.
2: That's like the theme of our show. Is don't be an asshole.
0: Don't be an well, asshole. Well, yeah. like don't
2: in- be an asshole. <laughs> I mean, we never a- say it like that. Be an ass, asshole yes.
3: or the whole ass.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and with that, well, that's <laughs> Okay, the good news is with that joke, I guess we'll call it, we're done with, <laughs> with the stuff that we really wanted to bitch about. So... The rest of the the rest of it is actually good news. So I'm kind of excited. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go this way. First of all, one of the one of the things that uh, <laughs> Rob is doing stuff in the docket and it's, dry, and oh, it's fuck, totally I confusing. so <laughs> <it. Why not? laughs> no, you're good. You're good. He's and just no, was in real through. time dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes, in real time. Anyway, so um, basically Microsoft has been um, coming up with a Netflix-like service for video games. This is from Fortune.com. Essentially, in an interview with The Verge, a Microsoft Xbox team member said the company is working on a service that would function in much the same way as Netflix for video games. The service would offer users... Will offer users access to games from a variety of developers, including Microsoft, and stream those titles to the player's device. Now, here's the cool thing about it, and I've said it again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I give credit where credit is due. Xbox is looking to make this a platform, not just for Xbox games. Though they are actually fully willing to let Nintendo and PlayStation jump on board. The chances of that are slim to none, but the fact that Microsoft is willing is pretty freaking awesome. So, what do you guys think about a Netflix model? Because I am loving the thought. Brian.
2: Don't threaten me with a way to afford video games. Don't you do it. <laughs> I won't come out of that room every time I'm home. Oh, that's It's great. Like, look at Look at Microsoft trying to be the, uh, the front-runner in unifying video games <laughs> and making them easier for people to get a hold
0: well here, before, before you go on this is a quote that i actually meant to read but forgot to and um they basically the xbox team member was quoted as saying we are looking at ways to make the content available to anyone no matter what device they are on two billion gamers in the world and it is our goal to reach every one of them it's freaking like, awesome, man. I, I'm, I'm excited. How does that sound? Ricky, what do you think?
3: I, I agree. This is fucking awesome. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm like, what can you truly say? I mean, finally be able to have access to every single game. Now, mind you, yes, per the article, uh, Nintendo and PlayStation still hasn't said a word if they want to be part of this. But no, e- even even so, a lot of the games out there that we have are third-party games, so there is going to be plenty of games that we can play um, without even having to dive into console exclusives. So, I mean, to me, this is a win.
0: I'll subscribe. What about you? um, Are you going to subscribe or are you fine because I'm probably going to buy your Xbox?
1: (laughs) You're probably going to buy my Xbox. But uh, it's a good idea uh, that that plan that Microsoft has. But now it's very similar to what or at least it seems to me what PlayStation has with the with the rent, the monthly subscription. And you play play Sony games or uh, PlayStation 3 games. uh, What is it called? PlayStation now or PlayStation now. Yeah, yeah. That that one that you pay monthly and they stream the game to your device, is that what Microsoft is talking about?
0: Um, something similar, it seems. But based on their, the way that I would, the way that I'm imagining this, and I could be wrong because unfortunately there's not much information about this. That this is literally all we have. But the way that I'm thinking is that it's going to be more like the Xbox um, Games Pass. Where you can download the game to your system and play it that way as opposed to
1: streaming it real time the way you do with a ps4. Got it okay, so whether it's streaming or, or download we don't, we're not clear on that but it, let's say let's say it's, it's download fine so uh, you have to pay a monthly fee to be able to do so and if you stop paying for it, the game is removed from the hard drive. That is what I'm correcting.
3: Or a I would assume. Yeah, I would assume.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a good idea. But, again, um, Sony does that now, and I don't fucking pay for that shit. So, I don't know if I would pay for that. Well,
3: the- Sony,
1: on- Sony only does
3: it for just PlayStation titles. You're talking yeah. about if they do this Netflix-type uh, for games, you're talking about including even third-party games not just xbox not just playstation you're talking about cross play for everything
1: but then then the publishers and developers would have to agree it's the same way that netflix doesn't have every major hollywood movie on it because a lot of hollywood studios don't like how uh you know the, the how netflix uh gives them a, a very little profit in their monthly streaming they don't get a big cut so it, it's it's everybody has to be on board or at least most of the major developers and studios for video games have to be on board with Microsoft's plan for it to work. If not, it's just going to be like, hey, you know, here's like three studios and, you know, you're going to be paying X amount a month. Again, at first or whenever it starts, it might be slow and maybe more developers will sign on then maybe I'll jump on it. But, you know, the idea, the concept is good, but I'm not going to jump on it right away.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I think that the thing is, is it kind of boils down that it's similar... netflix and the startup like Mm -hmm. when netflix first started they didn't really have anything new they had mostly like older movies and things of that nature so chances are if a service like this starts you're gonna be seeing you know original nintendo super nintendo era games from back then come up first because those are games that basically have been milked dry and at the end of the day If they can somehow bring in more money, even if it's a little bit, they're more willing to put it on a service like this than they would not be. And then if that starts going well, that's when every now and then you're probably going to see a brand new game or a game that comes to, quote unquote, this game flicks, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> after the first month of it being released, you, copyright that, you know what I mean. Write that down. <laughs> game Let flicks. Me. Copy <laughs> get, game. Get that, down. Flicks.
1: get that. Get that shit copyrighted, Chris. <laughs> game flick game and chill. Flicks copyright game geek flicks. and cast. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's one of those cases where
0: it's probably going to start that way, where it's going to be like the older stuff first, and then you know, eventually, you know, after a month of a game being out, or two months, or three months, whatever. Then it'll come onto the screen so for anybody who never
1: got. If it. it's on retro games, I'm, I'm all, uh, I'm i'll Sign up day one. If they start like that with like games from like the '80s, some of the late '70 Atari games, you know, games like that from that from that era, I'll I'll fucking sign up right now. And Dude, you know, go back I, and, all the way to ColecoVision. Whole, yeah, exactly, ColecoVision. You know, all of the, I'll fucking sign up right now. And then hopefully in the future they'll get more. Recent games and developers, and see how, that's a good idea. If they do it that route, like you just mentioned, I'm uh, I'll be there day one. I mean, okay, that so can also the biggest help question.
3: with. Go ahead, Ricky. I'm sorry. Um, just like you were mentioning, if they bring retro gaming, that would also alleviate some of this, uh, emulators and all that stuff okay. that people are trying to make, you know, because we want to play those older games that we
0: no longer have access to, exactly. yeah it helps preserve video games. It helps. It, it will help with the pirating because let's be realistic. Part of the reason, I mean, there, there's the evil reason why people pirate, but the majority of pirates now, the digital pirates, they're getting stuff because they can't get it any other way.
1: Exactly.
0: There's a lot of people that pirate stuff that will go online and they'll search and try to get their hands on a legitimate copy of something, but when it's priced at several thousand dollars or you can't find it, well, guess what? They're going to pirate so if you have a service like this it's going to kind of nip that in the butt or at least a majority and at least you're making some money. Some of these developers that are no, you know that are basically no longer doing these games are going to get some money back for something they did 20, 30 years ago. I think that's a win-win. But the real question is and what I want to ask you guys and we'll go we'll start um, with Brian, then Ricky, then Rob. What price are you willing to pay? Because that is going to be the big question on this.
2: I bet as high as twenty bucks, twenty bucks a month for uh, yeah, something like that for games at
3: all? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Between twenty and thirty bucks would be probably my limit.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I the 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 number the first number that came to mind was twenty. Uh, twenty is it's 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 a good amount. even for even if it starts off with retro gaming at first, uh, it's a good amount, and as more people sign on. They can keep it at twenty for you know the the bigger triple A titles that are recent, or even bump it up to twenty five. I mean, fuck Netflix. I've been I've been with Netflix since two thousand and two, and I started off with the DVDs. I've been there since they they started their streaming. When streaming, I think started in two thousand six, when the PlayStation three was released, they gave me a fucking disc and said, "Hey, try our streaming service," and uh, it was only like seven dollars back then. Now I'm paying fifteen dollars. Uh, for Netflix so as long as they, they you know start low and, and then if they want to over time go and raise that's fine with me cool cool I think 20 bucks sounds fair um,
0: realistically I personally would not really want to pay more than 10 or 15 but 20 bucks would be a fair bet um, and that's just because you know you, you have so many bills in life that to put another subscription service um, it, it can be taxing but at the end of the day if this service offered me offers me a good amount of games that I actually want to play, I'm down to pay the 20 bucks because that's going to save me money from buying any other game, you know, randomly that I may or may not like, you know. So I kind of like that that perspective. So I'm I'm really excited. Hopefully we get some more news about it soon, because I, I want to know more, and I would and I hope that PlayStation either comes up with something similar or joins in on the fun and the same thing for Nintendo, because at the end of the day a lot of us that grew up in that generation want to be able to play the older games as well so hopefully we we can get those now moving on this as we were talking about retro one of the things you mentioned rob was you wish you could go back to games like from the atari correct yes dude i have great news for you there is now the there was a couple of months ago we got wind of atari coming out with a new console There was a lot of very weird news about it because it's made it seem like you'll be able to play newer games on it too. But nothing's come out of that except they finally released what it looks like and they have a release date for... No, not a release date, a pre-order date for the new Atari VCS which the uh, pre-orders start in April.
1: Oh, fuck. That's fucking awesome.
0: So, uh, starting March 21st... um, that's when they started showing the images of the GM uh, GDC Mm -hmm. um, for 2018 and that's kind of where it's going and it's basically been nicknamed like I said the VCS it's it's a gorgeous box if you haven't found it look it up Atari box now Atari VCS Um, and from what we know so far is that you should be able to play old school games and then there's a question on whether or not it's actually going to play new games but that has not yet been confirmed, it seems. I'm not exactly sure. Do you guys know anything about it?
1: No. I have uh, no clue. This is the first time I hear about it, but I'm looking at the pictures. It looks fucking sweet, dude. The box? I am getting it. I'm getting it is right now. Is there like, a price well, on this,
0: uh, Chris? There's no price on it so far. Not that I've been able to find <laughs> I mean, $2,000. i will do some research, but. Fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I never played any Atari games, so I'm looking at one of the pictures at least from the article, and it has an actual gaming pad. Would there be any games from back in those uh, days that would be beneficial to have a gaming pad?
2: No, nah, man. That's why I'm saying I think it's a new gaming console.
0: Okay, okay. I was able to find the price. Okay, well, what's the uh,
1: the okay. price? Between two fifty and two ninety nine.
0: Jeez. Oh, it's playing
2: new games.
1: Yeah, and that's 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 there's that, no way better. It's new games. It has to be for that price. You know, At I said it's gonna be new games. Or maybe I don't know if they're gonna do like PC games or Atari or Atari's making their own games again, but that's fuck. <laughs> master fucking... everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs>
0: basically HG. it's gonna be two hundred and <laughs> two hundred and forty nine to two ninety nine Depending on the edition, because they have two different uh, modes for the console, one that has a wood grain in the front to mimic the old-school Atari 2600, and then one that has like a gold um, insignia in the front that's probably going to be the most expensive one. Um, This is an article that I just found from PocketLint.com, Atari VCS Games. Atari is going to launch with a back catalog of Atari classic games and current titles from a range of studios, quote-unquote. However, more specifics about that content partnership won't be announced until a later date. That said because the operating system has an open nature atari said players will be able to access and play games from other platforms so that part is cool as
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that means that um, the first thing that came to mind is uh pc games would probably be uh easily <coughs> playable on that console depending on the specs chris are there any specs on the on this device
0: Unfortunately, not many. Um, and reading again from the article, I quote, The Atari VCS is designed inspired by iconic Atari products, yeah. uh, a bit like the Atari 2600 uh, from the 70s. We're still waiting on full specifications, but it is understood that the console will bring a quote-unquote full pc experience to your tv it'll offer apps and access to streaming social web browsing music listening and more Uh, a game streaming service is thought to be part of the system but has not yet been confirmed what they do know so far is that it will be powered by an amd customized processor with radeon graphics that will run on linux os with a custom interface okay i think you answered the
1: question it's they're competing with the the nvidia shield tv i don't know if you guys are familiar with that they released yeah Uh, it's an Android uh, device that plays uh, NVIDIA games. The, they have their own NVIDIA store. That you know, you can play some decent PC games there. Um, some Google Play Store games there. I think it sounds like they're doing that, and that's what uh, to me. It's just you know, just it just thinks it just seems like they're they're trying to compete with NVIDIA.
0: You know what? I had no idea about the NVIDIA, but now that you mention it, it sounds plausible. Especially the fact with the whole quote-unquote full PC experience. And realistically, I, and I'll be honest with you guys, if you tell me, I already want it. I, I'm, I already want it, and chances are I'm going to pre-order it or I'm going to wait until this thing crashes and burns and get it cheaper. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that it says full PC experience to me and the fact that it's telling me that it's an open OS and it's a Linux custom OS um, system... It tells me that there is a possibility that I might be able to jump on Steam and play a whole mess of their games, and that is what I wanted.
1: That could be a possibility unless Steam tries to fuck them over and says nope, it's not going to happen. But you never know. There's always going to be mods and you know hacks, and
0: workarounds. But uh, well, remember, it's an open OS. It's an open source OS, so people are going to hack the
1: crap. Of course, out of and, and it's Linux based, it, 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 which leads to me like like how Nvidia did it with with uh, Android, which is. A sort of open OS, not like Linux, but, you know, it's still people hack it and mod the Nvidia Shield uh, for many, many apps. So it just I mean, I I, I want I'm going to get it because it's fuck Atari and I play all those Atari classics. And, <laughs> and, and and if they're competing with Nvidia Shield, then why not? You know,
2: it sounds like it's going to be a pretty sick console. I might consider getting it as well. I already have a backlog of what I gotta buy, though, so we'll have to see.
0: <laughs> what about you, Ricky? You're Mister Retro Games. I know you love retro games. <laughs> I'm pretty interested in this, actually. To tell you the truth, um,
3: I I just I don't know. This story just basically reminded me of the of what Google was trying to do with the Yeti project. Um, so this is pretty interesting for me. I wanna look more into
0: it. A console. Ricky. But, so so far Google. what it sounds like is three people are buying it and Ricky's gonna buy it, but he's in denial. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: have to Christmas. Work some
2: out. We'll all be playing the Atari V C S. It's okay, guys. Just just accept it.
3: I'm trying not to. No. <laughs> I don't need to spend more money. Money. Take my money.
0: This needs to be one of those memes. Take my money. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. All right, so we have two last um, articles that I want to touch on. Uh, they are basically very, very short, and uh, that's kind of why I left them for last, because they're also really feel-good articles, at least in my opinion, and that's kind of why I wanted to leave it at the end of the what you know we call the bitch, bitch fest. Um, so... Twitch is expanding the number of freebies that they're giving out to Twitch Prime subscribers every month. Now, you may be sitting here going, dude, I don't need to subscribe for something else. But here's the part that this article doesn't cover. And here's the part that a lot of people apparently don't know because it's still somewhat of a secret, it seems. Anybody that is an Amazon Prime member gets automatically... A free subscription to twitch prime every month the setback Ooh. in this is that every month you have to renew it so it expires after a month so but every month you can renew it for free because of your Amazon Prime Ooh. which means if you have Amazon Prime you get twitch prime not only can you support any creator on twitch which we're gonna be on twitch soon so heads up um, and two you also get the incentives which they now announce they're going to be adding free games to prime memberships to give uh all the prime members free pc games going forward for example in march twitch twitch prime will include super hot shadow tactics tales from candle keep oxen free and mr shifty all of those great games really go check out mr shifty it's freaking awesome and the next month's games are going to be games like Tales from the Borderlands, SteamWorld Dig 2, Kingsway, Tokyo 42, and Dub Wars. Tales from the Borderlands is amazing. SteamWorld Dig 1 was amazing, and I hear great things about too. But the fact that you're getting these for free, I think it's a great deal, especially because at the end of the day, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get all of this. Dude, I'm actually looking at this right now because
3: I know we talked about it having an Amazon Prime account. All you have to do is literally go to Twitch um, homepage, click on login, and scroll down to the bottom, and it'll show you right there if you're already a, um, a Prime member, log in here to link your account.
1: Nice. I'm, gonna, I'm so doing like that I'm, do, I'm that. actually doing that right now. <laughs> I want my free <laughs> And there you go. So, yeah. So that
0: that one was more of a share-all that I wanted to share with you guys uh, to the listeners because I think that is an awesome uh, thing, especially if you already have one, you get all of the rest. So take advantage of it because if you're already paying for Amazon Prime, you're essentially not taking advantage of everything you can get. Remember, Amazon Prime has a whole mess of things. Might as well get it all because at 100 bucks a year, might as well squeeze the heck out of it. Especially FYI. if you're a gaming dad, it's worth it. FYI, guys, real
2: quick. We're not sponsored by Amazon. Not yet, anyways. <clears throat> oh, <yeah>. Just <laughs> you guys
0: know before you're like, oh, man, they're plugging Amazon. Disclaimer, Art. this episode or this show. Or, or Twitch. Nah, nah. <laughs> not sponsored. Or, or, or Twitch, Twitch, unfortunately. Yeah. So, and then the last news article that I want to leave with you guys, because I think this is awesome. So, <clears throat> Epic Games, thanks to the success of their um, game, Um, Oh my god, I just blanked out on the name of the game. Thank you. Alright, so thanks to the success of that game, they ended up closing another game that was not doing as well, but they had been working on for years, which is Paragon. That game is shutting down officially next month on the 26th. So enjoy the game while you can if you guys are still playing it. Here's the awesome thing that Epic did that I don't think any developer in the past has ever done they are releasing $12 million worth of game characters and environment assets onto the Unreal Engine Marketplace for free. So eventually, all of the characters of Paragon, as well as the environments in Paragon, are going to be free in the Unreal Engine Marketplace for anybody that is trying to build a game to be able to use their assets on their game for free.
1: Way to go Sword Art
0: Online, guys. (laughs) <laughs> just a way to do it
2: Kirito's like clapping right now
0: <laughs> so yeah, right now it's 20 characters and 1500 bits of those environments with more to come and I, and I personally think that's awesome it's sad that the game is going but to some extent it's going to live on through all the new creators that are coming up all of the kids that are coming out of school to try to make video games can take advantage of this for free and this is stuff like again 12 million dollars worth of, of of material guys like that's not a laughing matter you know what i mean so i love the fact that they're doing this it makes me want to support epic even more as if they you know as if they needed my help to begin with but uh, i don't know i think it's just a great feel good story to kind of end the stories for today well hold on i i have one thing hold on do you have breaking news well not really breaking news We've been <laughs> talking about it for a while Oh, what about you, Ricky? Did you have breaking news since you like to have Check your text messages. <laughs> this, oh, is... <laughs> this is
2: actually why Ricky's on the show right now. is because we got tired of getting this the last second. So now he's here. Hold on. Let's check it. Hey, Chris, you checking your text messages?
0: Yeah, I'm checking my text messages right now. <laughs> oh, you son of a man. It's actual news, too. <laughs> so, Chris, get <laughs> over. So breaking news from Ricky, since we have you on the phone, um, since we have you on the phone, since we have you on the show, Ricky, <laughs> go ahead and tell us, break the breaking news. All right. So
3: basically, I'm just going to read the, the headline right now. Facebook latest gaming move has Twitch and YouTube gaming in their sites. So oh. for what, for what I was actually reading on the article, you, um, Facebook is actually trying to partner it up with some type of new software development kit um, to be able to basically get the streamers closer and more engaged with um
2: gaming community Ah oh, man
0: Ooh. So um, that'll be interesting <laughs> and I'm actually a little angry that you actually had an article <laughs> <laughs> to I think it's hilarious
3: <laughs> I think it's awesome <laughs> I had to live up to my reputation
2: Oh man! Nice. So Facebook's trying to to get in the honeypot as well with streamers.
0: Yeah. I mean, realistically, it, w- it wasn't going to take that long before it got
1: started.
2: That's so true. Like, Everybody kind of yeah. starts to to amalgamate, homogenize, blend, blend together.
1: They That's all want a piece Techno. of the uh, video game industry. Thirty six and a half billion dollars was the uh, video game industry made last year. Hell yeah. Jesus. Oh,
0: um, right. Well, with turn. that, well, well, Brian, you had something cool to your, say.
2: Cool your, jets. cool your jets, Chris. I'm going to need you to calm down, bro. So, we all know what I love to talk about every episode for recent times
0: anyways.
1: Monster Hunter.
0: Monster <laughs> I love how somebody who's not even on the show is the one who answered the question. <laughs> so, heads up, guys,
2: for our Hunter's that <laughs> our listeners as well. Devil Joe is coming this week. It's, uh, was it the 24th, I think? Off the top of my head. But anyways, I wanted to like give a premise of what this monster is before everybody goes and tries to murk him later on this week. So Devil Joe is, if you think of a T-Rex that's shaped more like a pickle with legs and has <laughs> rows and rows of spines lining its body. Pretty <laughs> much that's the Devil Joe. That was a that was that was good. That was good. Capcom should use that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so oh, I'm, I'm for Capcom.
2: <laughs> yeah, so anyways, I want to give a lowdown for real quick anybody who's playing Monster Hunter. Devil Joe is a brute wyvern, kinda like the Anjanath in the game. Uh he in history he's been able to use uh a dragon breath attack if you get hit by it. Gives you Dragon Blight as well. So if you guys are going to hunt, I, I want to I hunt this guy this week. I wanted to give you a few tips that I've learned because I want to. But unfortunately, I'm going to be in Mexico away from my Xbox. And I'm not bringing my Xbox to Mexico. That is a horrible idea. So <laughs> anybody who's going to play, I'm going to play through you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds dirty and nasty, dude.
2: Yeah, Get your head out the gutter. Anyways. Uh, If you're going to fight him, make sure you bring dragon resistance armor of some sort um, for the dragon blight or blight resistance from like the Kirin armor and things like that. Uh, Also bring dung pods to get rid of the other guys because when they were featuring him last week in the live stream for Capcom, uh, he actually was up against Basil Goose. So surprise, both these creatures can invade... Your Monster Hunter games, if you're doing any like, I think it's six star or seven star missions. Do so you literally have Basil Goose and Devil Joe fighting each other at the same time, just showing up like surprise, motherfucker? <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so watch out. Bring dung pods in case Basil Goose decides he wants to drop in too. If you're fighting this guy. Uh, and no berries to get rid of the blight as well. But I figured I'd, I'd plug that, because I know there is a few people that listen to us that do play Monster Hunter besides me.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. I mean, it's one of the biggest games that have come out this year so far.
2: Yeah, and good luck out there, guys. <clears throat> He's pretty fun to fight,
0: apparently. Good luck on the hunt. <laughs> exactly.
2: All right. So Wait, sorry, sorry, one more thing. There's an April Oh for the love of God. Sorry, there, there's an, there's an April spring event for Monster Hunter as well, where they're gonna be adding in some new armor, new moves, things like that. So look forward to that you guys. That happens uh, in the teens of April. Uh, I don't remember the exact date, but we'll post it at some point. Anyways, now I'm done.
0: <laughs> All right. So with that, we're going to come to an end of the news. And then, of course, when we get to the end of every episode, we like to share our apparently cheat code of the week. This week is a cheat code that I wrote based on uh, my recent experience. Ace Ventura is a pet detective, not a role model. (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine the story behind this. So So let me tell you. So we've been talking about movies that I used to watch as a child with my oldest. So we've kind of done a revisit of Jim Carrey, watched The Mask. We watched Ace Ventura 1 and 2. Um, we were watching what were we were watching last night. Um, oh, for the love of God, I can't remember what we were watching last night. But it was another oh, Austin Powers. That's what we watched last night. And um, ever since we watched the first one, the oldest every now and then, of course. with He is severe ADHD. Like when you look up the word, there's a picture of him. And... Um, What's going on is that he started acting exactly like Jim Carrey, and that's cool. He decided for Halloween he wants to be Jim Carrey, uh, dressed up as Ace Ventura. I'm cool with that. He's been considering maybe doing it as the mask. I'm cool with that, too. It's the talking butt that gets to me. (laughs) Where he's been walking around the house just randomly bending over and talking out of his ass. (laughs) He's just doing that. But then it gets better. So... Yeah, I want to say yesterday, if not Sunday. The, um, my wife went, gave the boys a bath. The boys took a bath together. Out of nowhere, the youngest one runs out and runs downstairs, butt naked, and bends over and starts trying to talk out of his ass. <laughs> he's two and a half years old. He can barely complete a oh, sentence, sh- and he's there bent over, pulling his ass apart, going ma 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 ma. Oh, man. awesome! So I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I consider that a fuck up on my part. I did not think. <laughs> don't shoot so your year old That's the end, dude. Of I, th- I mean, <laughs> I don't remember how old I was when I watched it the first time, but I thought it was pretty young. So I figured, you know, it'll be cool. But geez, that went bad. <laughs> Chris you messed up
1: so bad. You're gonna have to find another movie that he can mimic. <laughs>
0: Without to try to much. replace it, that that's the problem. That's what's going to be hard to find is finding something else that he can do. That you know what I mean. That isn't going to be that specific. You know that 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 isn't going to be as bad as freaking Ace Ventura. I can
1: only imagine him doing that so. at Walmart. Hey, Dad.
0: <laughs> 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 oh come on! Like I, I know Rob, you're a different story because your stepkids are basically like almost <laughs> <great>.
1: yeah exactly. <laughs>
0: But, Brian, I know you have stories, and and Ricky, you have to have stories. Oh, yeah. Like, I know, like, Ricky has nothing but girls, but I know you have to have stories.
3: I mean, one of mine's where, basically, I was having a daddy-daughter day, and I took my uh, oldest to, where was it, to Waffle House. And, of course, her new word at that time was disgusting. So, whenever we got our actual food and everything we are eating, she just basically starts screaming in the restaurant, This is disgusting! I'm like oh my god shut up and eat your food I'm sorry I had it literally all the workers and everybody's like staring at me like uh okay that's how you really feel
0: oh god Brian don't you hold on on me dude I know you have some my thing is our four year old man Uh,
2: he's been over here too long and uh, my sister-in-law has been like slowly manipulating him Like, now he'll go, like, uh, he starts talking like, the youngest sister-in-law, who's, like, 13 or 14. So, of course, she's at the, the, uh, we'll call it the annoying teenager stage. (laughs) And, you know, like, his thing now is going, like, uh, just for reference, like, Brenda, no! Like, oh, my God, shut up. And uh, the oldest sister-in-law has started teaching him, like, rap songs and stuff. So her newest thing was like she was teaching him how to do the Gucci man, Gucci man, Gucci man, Gucci man, and now that's what he does. He goes Gucci man, Gucci man, Gucci man, Gucci man. So, needless to say, I love my sisters-in-law's right now.
0: You know what? At least he's not talking out of his ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, he might as well. Have both boys <laughs> talking out of their ass. Like, damn it. <clears throat> All right, so. Before we close out um, for today, is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Anything that you want to recommend? Let's do. Let's go in order. Uh, Brian, Ricky, Rob.
2: Uh, check out Texas. That's cool. Don't drive across it. That's a horrible idea. But uh, check it out. There's a lot of. I mean, it's cheap out here for one. For stuff and two, the food's good.
3: I mean, again, for anybody that wants to follow me and check out my content, you can follow me at Piggy Gamer Dad on um, Twitter and on Facebook at Piggy Gamer underscore Dad, or you can also find me on YouTube under Piggy Gamer Space Dad. All right,
1: uh, th- I can I can recommend the uh, since it's video game based the two the recent Tomb Raider movie. Uh, it actually was uh, better than the Nina Jolie shit show they gave us 17 years ago, however long it was. Man. So if you guys have played the recent 2013 uh, reboot or 14, wherever the fuck it was, uh, the first well, the first half of the the movie, I'm not gonna spoil anything. It's pretty much uh, I thought it has the same beats as the first half of that game. Um so I was impressed that you know they just make some alterations but pretty pretty much the same beat. Uh, then the last half, you know, goes uh, on a different path. Uh, it was still entertaining, so you know, I, I recommend that. And let 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 the gaming dancers know what you think on of that movie. Uh, uh, you can also go follow my uh, my podcast. Uh, podcast is everywhere. Bits for You Podcast. Uh, Twitter is Bits for You Podcast. Instagram is Bits for You Pod.
0: All right. So with that said. Um, in case of us, obviously, um, go go check out the Atari. <laughs> That's what I want to plug. <laughs> go check yeah. it out because I kind of want it to take off a little bit. I, I really hope it does well. The thing is that in the market that we're in, I feel like it might come out and you know crash and burn. But if it can come out and be something fun, I think it would be freaking awesome. I th- so go check that yeah,
1: out. I'm with you. I think if it um... – uh, uh, Nvidia tried tried doing this uh, their Nvidia Shield like uh, they've, it's been on the market for two or three years it hasn't really gone anywhere except for people buying it to like you know play uh, their freaking movies or whatever but with the Atari thing uh, I'm actually hoping that they do it because they have all these catalog of games yeah,
0: yeah. so all right guys. Thank you once again for joining us on this episode. Uh, really special thanks to Picky Gamer Dad and to Rob for being on. Love the fact that I was able to – I knew that I wanted to bitch about something, and I was able to reach out to you guys and be like, you guys want to join me, right? And you guys didn't even hesitate. You guys were like, hell yeah, we'll be there. So thank you very much for that. So thank you to our listeners. Uh, remember, the, remember to go check out our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is, is getting more and more – active, more people are starting to participate. I got a message from a friend of mine the other day um, that apparently one of his friends listens to the show and told him to check it out. So, he actually finally checked it out. So that's freaking awesome we're getting more contributing uh members so start contributing if you're a member already start contributing we want to hear from you we love hearing from you and if you're a listener but haven't checked out the facebook group go check it out at facebook.com backslash gaming dad 101 so thank you for joining us remember that gaming dad 101 goes live every wednesday with a brand new episode make sure to subscribe and rate us on podcast services everywhere and remember that for this and other shows you can still check out our website at geekandcast.com or even more important follow our twitter at geek and cast uh you can follow me on on twitter at Visc zen and you can also follow brian at gaming dad brian so once again thank you guys for joining us you have a great day and we'll see you next wednesday brian, don't you... bye thank you <laughs>